0: Hey there, and welcome to the Good Kind Podcast. At Good Kind, we are all about helping people cultivate the good kind of habits and holiday practices that allow them to engage with God and one another throughout the year. To learn more about us and the products we make, go to www.goodkind.shop and follow us on social media. We hope you enjoy today's episode of the Good Kind Podcast.
1: All right, hey everybody. Welcome to the Good Kind Podcast. We're excited to have you here with the day. I am here with Chris Papalardo.
2: Good to see you again, Clayton.
1: Brian Turney. Yo. And Lindsay Love. Hello. Which I love saying last because it has such a ring to it. Um, Y'all, I'm so excited about this. I don't know if everybody else is feeling the momentum, but as I was preparing, kind of looking over some of the things for April, which is today's podcast, I just got excited about hearing what you all are thinking about the month, thinking about the random holidays, and just preparing for. You know, an, another season that's ahead of us. So, you you guys excited as well? I'm pretty pumped. I, I I'm I'm pretty excited about April. You know, solidly spring. So here's the question: What's the theme of April? That that's what that's what I want to kind of dive into first. Is what does it feel like in April? How is it different than than other months? The thing that I kind of start with is the idea that April is for showers and flowers and yes it rhymes and that was intentional but i think that's kind of a a normal thing sorry brian for you're laughing at me here but i mean april's known for a lot of rain i think in a lot of climates but also it's known for a lot of flowers which are beautiful but but flowers are maybe coming early this year in some places but so is that what april is about is it showers and flowers or is there something else
2: isn't the saying april showers bring mayflowers feels like you've truncated no that's not it whoa that's totally the saying mayflowers really yeah. Yeah. And then and then you say what does the Mayflower bring?
3: April What's pilgrims, the lion one? It brings oh, that pilgrims. March? Lion March,
2: March comes in like a lion and out like a lion. Oh, lamb. that's what I was getting confused. Sorry. Yeah. So April begins with a a <laughs> raining lamb. Ooh, raining lamb. Like Jesus. I didn't even You did it. We got to it
1: already. <laughs> already. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start.
2: <laughs> we don't know what April say, is, Clayton.
1: Say the phrase again.
2: So the, this this phrase people know, April showers bring May flowers. So I probably flowers. should have
1: consulted you before I said April is about showers and flowers. But Brian well, disagrees. I feel like that is a, May is late for flowers. Though. Lindsay, May prob- is late for flowers?
0: It kind of depends. Everything kind of goes, uh, certain flowers go at certain times. So May definitely is the most flowers. April is some. But mostly like the plants are still growing. So I would say that May is kind of more.
1: Oh, so that's, so that's inch inti- Go ahead, Brian. No, I, yeah, I was just saying, okay,
3: yeah. She's the, uh, agricultural, uh, agric- <laughs> herbological, I don't, I don't know. Her- Herbalist, the, uh, yeah. I did throw that Horticulture, on I think, is the job. word I was thinking. Oh, yes, yeah. horticulturist uh, expert here. I don't right.
2: know. I've got, I mean, I've got a ton of flowers all throughout March that are, I mean, March is when spring seems to start. I like your phrase, solidly spring. April seems to be right in that zone. It mm-hmm. is spring yes. from start to finish we're not yet to summer but
1: it's really in spring is in a good stride at that point so so that's that w- great climate discussion which i feel like as we talk about I don't months get, that I don't it really drives the, the feeling right it, <laughs> yes. it it drives what is happening but like april is solidly spring you're kind of in the throes of the new year it's you're not thinking you know completely about summer yet maybe you got some we talked about spring break back in march but is there anything else that kind of like Makes April kind of have a a different tangible feel. Lindsay, is there something that like percolates in your head on what it might be? Is it is it like is it a good time for walking and being outside, which is kind the of your pollen. standard? Oh, it's pretty bad.
0: Pollen is the worst. Pollen. Ugh, man, it's so bad.
1: Do y'all have pollen in Denver, or are they just the, no?
3: yeah, yeah, we do. It's not it. It's not like painting everything yellow-green like it is in North Carolina, but it's, it it is get pretty bad out here sometimes.
1: Yeah, Somebody is going to fact-check us on that because there is a weekend. <laughs> I, I don't know precisely when it is. I'm sure somebody would, but there's a weekend in the spring where in North Carolina it literally looked – you're driving down the interstate, and, like, there is, like, a fog of yellow coming off of it. That's the gross. It's insane. It's so gross. I thought something
2: was wrong. I moved down here from Pennsylvania, and my first spring here, I thought there had been some sort of, like – radioactive leak. <laughs> I looked out my window and everything was like this neon yellowish green. I was yeah. like, guys, we something should. is, something is very, very wrong. We shouldn't go
1: out there.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. And maybe we shouldn't, right? Yeah. you your, right. your head will explode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I've gotten used to it now, but I don't like it. We get, we got more pollen this year, I think, uh, in terms of like accumulation on the ground than snow, which makes me very sad.
0: Oh, oh that's definitely right? true. Because we got no snow. We yep. didn't get any snow. Ugh. That's gross.
1: Snow is a word that triggers Brian because he lives in Denver, and they're still getting snow in probably April this in year. In May. It's been, it's been crazy. It's true. Um, all right, so so we're, it's solidly spring. I guess the theme of that is go out and get your allergy medicine if you need it. <laughs> yeah. um, but so in terms of engaging with God, engaging with each other, what, what are you doing uh, this April, Chris, in order to engage with God uh, or your neighbor?
2: So I mentioned last time how I started this uh, little catechism in the car mm-hmm. with my kids, yep. and we were really hitting our stride with that. I just wanted to go back to that again because it, awesome. it was the very beginning when we recorded last time, and right. I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Seven questions, very simple. It's like grounded in your identity in God and helping you, you know, get ready for the day. But my kids love it. Like They, they own it. They ask for it when I forget. Uh, and there's one question in there that has been powerful for me. It's this question: How will you do your work today? Mm. And the answer is: I'll do my best. I'll do what's right, and I'll be kind to others. Oh yeah. So it's simple. But I was having a tough time a couple of weeks ago in this uh, uh, an interaction I was having with somebody, and there was a little bit of friction. And what came to mind was this phrase: like, you know what? I'll do my best. <laughs> I'll do what's right and I'll be kind. And I this this is kind of like half the stuff we make is <laughs> oh, this is great for kids. And then the turn is yes. wow, I really need this reminder myself. Exactly. So yep. I'm I'm loving that leaning more into that
1: this month. Yeah, that's awesome. Brian, what about what about you? How are you engaging with God or your neighbor? I
3: am fighting for hopefulness. Uh I think it's been a a busy and hard season for us and um uh yeah, I feel like I've I've dealt with a decent amount of anxiety and stress. And, uh, I feel like with the, <laughs> the greener, uh, trees and brighter sunshine, um, just, a, a renewed sense of like, it's going to be okay. And, uh, just like, just entrusting God to, uh, kind of keep providing and carrying us through and, um, just kind of propel us forward and not just kind of uh, just be isolated and insular and stuff like that, but to really can continue to connect with our community and our neighbors. So I don't know exactly what that looks like, but um, I feel like the last couple of weeks, just feeling a a renewed sense of hopefulness and um, excitement for a new season and um, in our lives, both kind of like calendar wise, but also just like a new season for, for our family.
1: Man, that's, that's really beautiful. And spring does that you know we kind of did the whole showers and flowers thing but the flowers the, the the coming back to life of the earth is a demonstration of that hope that's mm-hmm. yeah so there's kind of like t- that tangible cue i feel like this year i've been like the the most 38 possible in that like i feel like the amount that i am paying attention to blooms mm-hmm. now it probably has something to do with our emphasis on the calendar and like I what's happening right so there's there's something there that like is and and even the gratitude like cultivating the nature side of the gratitude like uh. cultivating that gratefulness for things. I saw a flower in my yard the other day and uh, and I like stopped and thought about it. and I said I'm talking about that tonight. You know, it's <laughs> like but like even driving down the road seeing things. Now we're all going to hate the pollen, but like Brian, thank you for bringing that t- kind of to the awareness that that is a cue. Nature is giving us a cue to hope. Yeah, and it's tied tied with Easter in a beautiful way for that. But um, yeah, I uh, I hope that that the flowers will do that for you and kind of bring you, uh, that renewed sense of hope that you're, you're looking for. Yeah. Thanks. Lindsay, Lindsay, what about you?
0: Um, I think similar to Brian, um, like, a idea, thinking through an idea of hopefulness and, um, and maybe anticipation is the better word for me. Um, so April will be like middle of April will be our last frost date in, uh, the triangle area. And so that will be when I get to start actually planting things in the garden. And, um, with that, it's like a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of hope when you're planting these Mm -hmm. tiny little plants and you're like, Oh, I hope that you grow me some good tomatoes this year or, you know, (laughs) that the voles don't get me or, you know, (laughs) the deer and all the things. So you look like you're going to say something. I,
2: well, I didn't want to cut you off because you're talking about hope. And my question is very, much very tangible and earthy. <laughs> Great. What is it? What, how, what's your, what's your plan for the voles and the deers? What, like, how do you, how do you, how do you defend?
0: So the deers, there's a spray that smells awful, but it works. I used that last year and didn't really have any uh, deer issues. Okay. I wasn't prepared for the voles last year, yeah, but the thing you that do you do, you, they make these like Wire baskets, kind of. It's like a flimsy wire basket that you like put the the root of the plant in, oh, and you okay. p- you put that in the ground, and then you put like the plant inside of that so the voles can't get. Like yeah, they yeah. try really hard to get the roots, but they can't. So I will be starting with that from the beginning there so that go. they they don't eat all my stuff. But uh, yeah, I think it's definitely like anticipating the growth that God will bring, um, and I'm really really praying for. Uh, lots of flowers this year So that I can give them to friends Last year I feel like I had some flowers And it was like I, I want to keep them in my house <laughs> So I want to be like Overflowing with flowers So that I can bless my friends with them
1: Oh, that w- I, I uh, stand on the list for that, so Great. that be, I'll yeah, be anticipating I that receiving. <laughs> I'll be anticipating that with you Gosh, anticipation and hope I mean they're both beautiful themes Of the spring as in general But we're here looking at, at April for that For our family uh, so we're doing... Uh, an organized athletic for our girls for the very first time. They're starting Ooh. soccer and so we'll do practice, we'll do games. Sweet. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to feel about it. We've never really done something like that before and so so getting them out and our family getting out doing that th- is definitely going to engage us with a lot more people and so that's going uh, to be exciting. Uh, it's going to be new for us so I'll have to report back on, on how that is. So is. Yeah. Def- yeah. We'll definitely be engaging with more people that way. Are so you I'm,
2: just an engaged dad or have they roped you
1: into being a coach? No, I'm, 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 I am, I'm currently not a coach, but I certainly yeah, will be. There's like still a, time. Aside, aside <laughs> tutor, <laughs> I, I will we'll be there. I'll be fully engaged. I'll be
2: shocked if you're not coaching by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, we'll see. <laughs> Help me not do that, everyone. <laughs> All right, you guys want to do some hollyays and hollanes? Yes. Always. All right, let's do it. Very much. All right, so April, start with, with uh, two quick ones for, like, the month as a whole. So April is National Woodworking Month. I'm going to holla yay that because I love woodworking. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. moving on, I'm going to say that April is National Soft Pretzel Month. All right. Salt, so my question is, what do you put on your soft pretzel? Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like this is a thing, and mm. we're not going to take it away. So oh, yeah, I think there are options. Chris, what do you put on your soft pretzel?
2: I like the savory side of things. So a, a ton of salt. And then some mustard. The I think mustard. that's yeah. I don't put the mustard on the pretzel, I'll dip it. Mm-hmm. But that's that's Is the it, soft pretzel. Now I you, want.
1: now mustard gives you hundreds of options. Is there just sure. standard yellow? Or are you gonna with, p-
2: I like all sorts of mustards with the soft pretzel. I like the classic yellow.
1: Yeah. So mm. that's a good what? choice. Oh, yeah. okay, Lindsay, hard wow. take. What do you put on your pretzel?
0: Uh, I mean, beer cheese is amazing. Oh, I mean,
2: is beer cheese available? Yes, it is. Okay, fine. Sure. (laughs) There are no
1: limits. Please, Chris, your time is over. Lindsay, (laughs) tell us.
0: (laughs) Beer cheese is so good. But then also the, I, I do not like yellow mustard. So that is where my, my big, you know, exclamation comes from. Yellow mustard is extremely gross to me, but I love the really like seedy mustard. Yeah, yeah. That's like, uh, yes. you know, that. If the That's beer good. cheese
1: is not there, the seedy mustard is CD definitely mustard is superior to the. And if it has like sure.
0: a kick to it, love yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Brian, uh, additions or agreements? Yeah,
3: beer cheese way too bougie for me. I'm uh. going <laughs> nacho
1: cheese out of a cup. Nacho cheese,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. like
1: that. Yeah, nacho <laughs> cheese, love it. All right, it's national soft pretzel. What munch, about so you, What are Laden? you putting on your pretzel? Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll take the the grainy mustard. Uh-huh. The, okay. The, the, the one with a little bit. of None of you guys
2: go for this like a sweet
1: pretzel.
0: I do like the sweet pretzel, but.
1: Amy's hey, nodding. Amy, Amy's yes. nodding. Tell us, Amy. What, what do you do? <laughs> Amy, jump in.
4: Okay, so anything sweet is like generally a winner in my book. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, a savory pretzel, salty with a honey mustard. Ooh, that feels the like honey, but that's best our third option. must fourth mustard. <laughs> there you pick. go. It's now a mustard <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> uh, yikes.
1: All right, so get yourself uh, a soft pretzel this April. All right, uh, here's here's another one. So April 1st, by the way, April, very front-loaded, so yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of good ones at the beginning. April 1st is, you know it, April Fool's Day, yep. and it's the worst, right? <laughs> Agree or disagree, Chris? It's horrible. It is bad. Thank you, Brian. I want to hear Brian's take. Tell why. I just, I'm not a prank
3: guy. I just, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable so much. All, especially, like, the YouTube prank
1: stuff now. It's, like, so cringy. Yeah, missed me with all that stuff. For me, it's not necessarily the public side of April Fool's Day, but it's the stuff that happens at my house. Mm. Like, my, my girls think April Fool's Day is just to move things around to the house where they're not supposed to be. That's <laughs> yes. not it's not even what it's about. Yes. They've completely missed it, but they think they have a concept, and I need it to stop. Like, yeah. we try to uh. be very quiet about the 1st of April. Chris?
2: Yeah, I so I, I feel torn about this. What I what I don't like about April Fool's Day is it encourages all the wrong kind of pranksters and jokesters to make yeah bad pranks. Gives them permission. I like a good one. You know, if I were to show up at my desk and my stapler was in jello or everything was gift wrapped or something like that, I'd be like, hey, that's funny. But <laughs> when I like roll into work
1: It's like the definition of bad pranks, what you just said. That's
2: a decent one. No, when <laughs> I roll into my office and like someone has taken my keyboard. And it's just missing. Like that's that's not funny. That that's just annoying. It's not April yeah. Fool's Day. April Fool's Day people is people do to be, stuff like that on I April know, Fool's. That's what so my like, girls do. Yeah, right. But I think that spirit persists in folks who are in their thirties, who never learned. Yeah, <laughs> we should teach them, if we're listening, them don't well. do it. It's probably
1: maybe too late already. But you, it should be just like you can trick someone into believing something and then you say April fools after they're believing it. Right, Lindsay?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: I feel like it goes in, in, in waves, right? There'll be some years that it's like a ton of people are doing it. I hope this is a down year on April fool's day. (laughs) So holla nay on April fool's day for me. And I think that we kind of have a a similar sentiment about that. It's
3: such a, with little kids too, it's like, it's either horrible, you know, it's like really dumb. It's like, that's not really a prank or it's like, dangerous (laughs) dangerous <laughs> so like here right. do you want some water dad oh it's a cup of bleach gotcha or like right. here's some
1: eggs in your shoes or something it's like Come right on, man. right yeah wow too disruptive gosh it's a lot um all right moving quickly to april 2nd which is international children's book day so um, Amy is going to help us out with this one. Uh, we have a recommendation for you, and she has a recommendation for all of us that you could partake in or consider for International Children's Book Day, which is April 2nd. Amy, what you got?
4: That's right. So I actually have two, um, and I have two because the first one, a lot of people who listen to us probably already know that we love. Um, it's the Jesus Storybook Bible, which will of course. be amazing not just for your children but also for uh, any, you know, Adults or older kids reading it. We love it. It's fantastic. Um, but more recently, I have been uh, just really blessed by Wonderbly.com. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-B-L-Y.com. Um, <laughs> and it's really great. There's a lot of services like this, but basically you can customize a book uh, with your Uh-oh. kid's name in it. And I think this one, it was a gift. Uh, somebody wow. gave this to us. But I think you can even like pick the kid's like hair color. And, like, get really detailed yeah. with things they like, things they don't like. And so um, my daughter Ella has a Princess Ella the Great book. Nice. And it's fantastic. We love it. It's it's amazing. And she really loves reading now because Gosh, of
1: that Gosh, tell book. us the website
4: one more time. Wonderbly.com.
1: That's beautiful. So April 2nd is International Children's Book Day. And pick up one of those or something else because kids reading and books for kids are all fantastic. And we... Might have one or two that you should get yourself. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> might, <laughs> yeah, maybe. April third. Moving on, we're we're three days in now, and there's still there's still some good things going on. It wow. is don't go to work unless it's fun day. Oh, oh my. Okay. Which like, can we just make that a rule? Any well, everybody can't make that a rule. Wow. But I just <laughs> I like it. Do you got Brian? Do you like International Don't Go to Work Unless It's Fun Day? I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know. know if, if, I don't know what that means. I need to. A deeper explanation of all right. Don't go to work unless it's fun day means if your work's not fun on that day, you should just don't go. You should either if you take a vacation day, if you wanna be above board, or just don't show up, (laughs) you probably shouldn't do that.
3: I feel like this has massive ramifications for like our country's economy. Like if everyone (laughs) just took off (laughs) like Uh I don't wanna drive the bus today or I don't wanna fly this plane.
1: I don't wanna fly this plane. It's it's a good point, but do we need a day in order to encourage fun at work? Th- this is what it's meant to do. I think the 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 people who created this day, who I don't know who they are and don't <laughs> know their reasons, but this is what I think. I think they did this because they think that work should be fun. Yeah. And this is a day to evaluate whether or not your work is fun.
2: So the way to the way to do this well is all right. Don't just no show at work. That's pretty low. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's you're good getting point. you're getting paid to do a thing. Go do your thing. If you are dissatisfied with the fun quotient in your office, (laughs) go ahead and toss it in there. Kick it up a notch.
3: Oh,
1: so add two. Let's change it it to, like,
3: let's have fun at work today or something. There it is. I'm
2: going to roll into the office, and for the first three hours, I'm going to play Yahtzee. Yes. Which is maybe a more passive-aggressive well, way of not working. Yeah, that's not that's
1: not w- making work fun. That's just doing fun things at work. Brian, that's what was what the name do. of it again? We're now saying that April Let's 3rd make work is fun today. Day. Let's make work fun. I like that. Yeah, it totally just rolls off the tongue. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Chris is going to dress up like a clown and make balloon animals for the
1: first half of the day. That is fantastic. Now he'll right.
0: probably wear his dinosaur costume. I
3: don't have a clown
2: outfit yet because I think okay. it's creepy, but... Yeah, yeah. I
1: could dress up. My favorite holiday or holiday is when we find a, a holiday, random holiday, and make then we make it yeah. and we're like, oh, no, this is what it should this have is been. Better. So that's that's what we're doing. We're holiday yeah, 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 on our new yeah. version. So, all right, here's a Chris <sighs> B smart. There's a couple of things here happening in the beginning of April. Uh- I don't know if you know, but Easter is is around that Ooh, time. So heard Palm Sunday, huh. yeah. Passover, Good Friday, Monday, Thursday. Can you do all of those? Like tell us what h- how things. do we orient ourselves to Holy Week at the beginning of April this year?
2: Yeah, it is a lot of things, and uh, Amy and I are actually going to go and take this and zoom way in. So if you're if you feel dissatisfied with the the nuggets I've got for you now, <laughs> we've got plenty of gold coming.
1: A deep dive is coming. Great. Deep dive is coming.
2: Um, Holy Week, Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. It's the end of Lent. We've already talked about Lent a little bit, and so this is just kind of like really focusing in on the last week of Jesus's life. Um, not every day of the week has a, a huge liturgical significance. For Like on Monday and Tuesday, most people were just like, hey, Easter's coming. Hmm. But um, yeah, this is kind of the center of the the Christian calendar for as long as there has been a, a Christian calendar. So um, Good Friday kind of being the pinnacle of that. This is where we commemorate Jesus having been crucified. Monday, Thursday, the day before that, we look at the Last Supper. Um, depending on the gospel version you're reading, it's either the institution of communion or Jesus washing his disciples' feet. So there's a lot here, which is why we um, we toyed with the idea of doing like a Lent resource, right? And felt like that's it's just too long. We can't hang for that long of a season,
1: particularly but, for the whole family. It would be difficult. Yes,
2: but. yeah, it's weeks and weeks and weeks. But we wanted something to to zoom in on those eight days. We feel like it'd be really great to to focus on that, which is what Easter blocks is yes. all about. Mm-hmm. taking each of the days and focusing on a little bit on a story from the last week of Jesus's life and what that says about him as the king of the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Holy Week is a its a powerful time. Many your church may have or a church around you may have a service for one of these days. Um, there, there are a lot of different things, and there there's a power to that liturgy and kind of Taking the time, giving space in order to actually process what is happening and what we will celebrate, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of, and it's not completely dissimilar. We're talking about flowers in the beginning. I used to think that the flowers, I knew flowers bloomed at Easter because we would always take a picture in front of flowers on (laughs) Easter, (laughs) right? Yeah. But like now, I'm seeing that like ah, the budding of flowers, the blooming of flowers, it kind of is telling a little bit more of a story, Mm -hmm. right? That is actually building this hope and anticipation theme during the spring, yeah. And kind of in the same way that the church calendar has its own pieces that are more, can be services or ideas or readings or whatever it might be in order to help you build anticipation and not miss. We say don't miss Easter because sometimes yep, it can slip exactly. up on you um, not, not to miss Easter. And Holy Week is a way to like take a, a shorter period of time, eight days, in order to actually focus in on that. So look forward to that deep dive coming out really soon. So, all right, here's a couple of quick random holidays. Let's get some votes on these. Uh, April 11th is National Clean Up Your Pantry Day. Hmm. Should we have National clean Up Your Pantry Day? Holla yay or holla nay, Lindsay?
0: Yeah, I think so. Maybe I would probably need to do this more frequently than just once a year. When, yeah. But my pantry is not really like a room you walk in. It's kind of just shelves on the wall, so we have like the open shelving. Ooh. Yeah. All clean
1: that of, thing out more often. Mm. Yeah.
0: So when it uh, it gets a little crazy sometimes.
1: Brian, are you going to participate? April 11th. I think
3: it's a yay as long as there's the stipulation that you have to make some sort of food with
1: the oh, stuff yeah. that I you're like getting it. rid of. Uh, conservation. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Chris, are you going to participate?
2: Yeah, this is – we – we or uh, whatever the opposite of a hoarder is, that's what we are in our house. <laughs> so this is like a monthly or a quarterly oh, practice wow. for us. Right. So anything that says go to your pantry and get rid of the old stuff, I, I love it's, yeah. e- it's exciting for me.
1: It's an interesting placement. I wonder <laughs> if it has something to do with like flavors and winter to summer type of meals or something yeah, like maybe. that or maybe it was just like randomly picked by some, you know, trash bag company in order to It was a trash bag. <laughs> yeah. It was somebody
2: somebody went in there and was looking at all their food and from the other room their spouse said, "Hey, What's the 411 with the the food situation in the pantry? <laughs> I said 411. We got a lot. Of, you, you mean what's the information? We got a lot of. We got a lot of junk we need to throw it away. <laughs> uh, hey, we should do this every year on 411, 4-1-1, 411, 4-11, April 11th. That's it. That's that, that's 100 percent how this happens. definitely. Thank you. <laughs> that's thanks why. For the research. That's why it's on this date. <laughs> thanks for the research that's, on that.
1: That's that's Holly yay National Clean Out Your Pantry Day. All right. Uh, April 13th is National Scrabble Day. Um, instead of Holly a or Holly Nate, do you own Scrabble? And when's the last time you played? Uh, Brian, do you own Scrabble? No. When's the last time you played? Uh, years. Can't remember. Wow. Uh, Chris, you have to go last. Lindsay?
0: <laughs> yes, we own it. And I own a really cool version that's okay. like a typography one. And Ooh. so it's Ooh. it's really cool, Brian. I okay. think you would like it a lot.
3: Yeah, I'm into that. Have when, you played it recently? Play it we last? haven't.
0: We haven't played recently. Matt is really good at Scrabble, and I am not. Yeah, and that's so not fun. It's not always yeah. fun.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we recently got it for our girls. We got like the big Costco had like the big large mm, print one, which yeah, works yeah, for yeah. Oh, her because cool. we're a visual impairment, right? Yeah. So like, but we've we've taught them once, and they want to play again. I just I'm not really a words person. If there were more <laughs> numbers on it, I think I'd be more excited. Yeah. So There's we've, numbers we, on I
2: have every letter, this year. actually. Yeah, there's I mean, the equal number of letters and numbers in the game. But it's not
1: the point of the game. Chris, you have to own Scrabble, right?
2: Yeah, I do. And uh, I played it over Christmas with my brother. Yeah, did you win? I sure did. <laughs>
1: we're, <laughs> we're all proud of you. April 15th. <laughs> April fifteenth is uh, Husband Appreciation Day. Lindsay, I think you're going to have to carry us on this one because yeah, I, I, guess I so. think we have a for, for day. <laughs> <laughs> we can't speak days really. We recruit ourselves. But do we need a day for this, or is this kind of like a Boss Day situation where it's like I don't know? Every day is Husband Appreciation. What what is it? I do don't you think know. we need a day?
0: I think my question is actually, do you think you need a day? Oh, do you need sad. a day where so. you're being like?
1: I no, actually I don't I don't I don't think so. I mean, I've never either. celebrated either. Is that
2: a question with a a purpose behind it? Or no. Legitimate? It no, sounded it like sh- it sounded like, do you do you re- are you really that insecure husbands? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard.
0: No. Okay. I do think it's interesting though that it's on tax day, and not every man <laughs> tax does race. taxes. Like that does the taxes, but you know.
2: Right. Oh, you think they're related? Yeah, maybe. Like, hey, go buy him a donut. He did the taxes did this did the year, taxes. and that was good job. Oh. Good job, buddy.
0: How?
1: I feel like we needed to just have a disclaimer. We don't think that men only do their taxes. Kristen right. always does our taxes. But, yeah, maybe there's a relation there. Brian, do you want Husband Appreciation Day? Nah, I'm good
3: Maybe ah. maybe <laughs> we
0: could Can we change it to The person who does Taxes appreciation day? <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> sure <laughs> April yeah, 15th yeah. is tax day <laughs> So <laughs> it is the person Who does right. taxes day Which might be your accountant Or it might be the person Who rushes the TurboTax To do it on April 15th whichever Thank you one, Kristen whichever one Good job <laughs> um, Alright, so a- April 16th is And this may be related To have fun at work day but It's national Wear your pajamas to work day We don't have oh. to spend A long time here oh. Because <laughs> we've discussed Brian. We're on the record As Brian. hating Kids having pajama day, yeah, and we're confused as to why they're so excited. What, why does this exist?
0: Why for adults?
1: Because everybody wants to wear pajamas to work.
2: No, I don't they understand. don't. No,
1: they don't. I do. No,
0: way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. You have 15 seconds for why go.
2: Okay. It, I, I'm not going to need the whole 15 seconds. I wake up in the morning. I don't want to change out on my pajamas.
1: But you want <laughs> to go it. into work? Is this a also a stay at home day? No,
2: I don't mind going to work
1: in my PJs. I'm gonna need you to come to work and your pajamas on the I believe you will and I will enjoy <laughs> you doing it. Um all right, here here's an interesting one, Chris, and you get to speak on this one as well. So April sixteenth is also Orthodox Easter Day. Please educate us. Hmm. I thought we already talked about Easter.
2: Yeah. We did. And this is this is fascinating to me. Easter's a really old holiday, but for a long time there's been some question about like when it uh, when it lands. So um Easter I
3: still have questions about when it lands. I don't okay. understand why it changes every year. Listen yeah. to the deep dive, Brian. Yeah,
2: I look. Li- yeah, the deep dive will help <laughs> us out. It is a combination of the lunar and solar calendar, Whoa. which gets gets kind of trippy. So the reason that it's that's kind of fluid is uh, Christians are trying to align Easter with Passover, which does a similar thing, where the yeah, the celebration the story, right? Because yeah, the Last Supper was Jesus's Passover meal, and so we're saying, okay, we actually know when this happened. And the Jews have for centuries kept a a keen track on when they celebrate Passover. Easter should be the Sunday right after that. Because Passover happens, I I would need to look it up. It's like, you know, it's based on the full moon prior. Passover is
1: April 5th this year, actually do know that.
2: Okay. So for a while, it was like, oh, we're we're pretty clear on when that is. Sometime about a thousand years ago, the Eastern (laughs) and the Western Church disagreed about how to how to measure what the moon was doing? Interesting. More or less. Yeah. So they had a divergence of calendar, and the Eastern Orthodox Church said, "No, it's actually it's actually this Sunday." At East, the Orthodox Easter is always one week after the rest of the the Christian Church, hmm. which we think is maybe mildly interesting. If you live in a country where they are serious about fasting during Lent, and where there's a huge feast at the end mm-hmm. for Easter, and you have Orthodox and like then Western believers in close proximity. Yeah this gets kind of dicey. Cause you imagine yeah. like if you're not eating and uh, the guy next door is cooking up a huge barbecue, mm-hmm. yeah, that
1: could be tough. Yeah.
2: You're like, what? I don't. Yeah.
1: Wow. I'm just going to trust the calendar and see what my phone says Easter is, but I, <laughs> I appreciate the d- Listen to the deep dive for even more on when Easter is Brian. You'll, you'll really enjoy it. Okay. Um, Thanks. So April 18th is national exercise day. I'll just own this one as the resident physical therapist here. Um, so in a formal life, I did that. And, you should exercise at least three times a week, not once a year. So I I think the day is maybe (laughs) helpful, but you should exercise 30 minutes at least three times a week um, for your cardiovascular health, and that is that moment. April 21st is World Creativity and Innovation Day, which I, yes, right? (laughs) We're intrigued. We love this one. We call ourselves the creative team of good kind, so we should get together and throw a party that day. Uh, And then the 22nd of April is Earth Day. Lindsay as the resident holder culturalist um <laughs> are, do you celebrate earth day?
0: <laughs> I haven't really. Yeah. Um, probably oh. cuz I don't know very much about it or w- why why I this makes me
1: We're we are not prepared in order to give a uh, deep dive into this. We Chris should do some smart. research and yeah, so uh, need, uh, and look, look, look into good. it a little bit more. April 23rd, I will a- ask your your input on this one. April 23rd is Movie Theater Day. Mm-hmm. Are movie theaters back? You know, they died a little bit during COVID. Yeah. Things are really expensive. But I feel like there's a drive. You know, some things release online now. Right. Like, are, are movie theaters, are they back? Are they a thing? Are they going to be a thing? Brian, I feel like you should be our expert on this.
3: I'm a big movie theater guy. Me too. I, uh, I like it. I, I really like seeing movies in movie theaters. So I'm I'm all about it. Holly yay.
0: Do you guys have an Alamo in Denver? We do.
3: Ugh. We have a couple. The They're Alamo amazing. is the best. The only way to see a movie.
0: It really is the only way to see a movie. Um, the oh. Alamo is great. It's like a uh, you get you have really comfy seats that uh-huh. recline, and yeah. then you get food, and um, it's kind of like their vibe is sort of like eighties arcade. Oh, nice. Um, and they don't really play like local commercials before, but they like weird like youtube videos or weird old things that kind of connect to whatever movie you're going to see so they do a lot of themes um and so when we've gone to see like any of the fantastic beast movies they have like harry potter themed foods that you can order like shepherd's Uh, pie or um they got got butterbeer yes yes and so it's just i don't know it's really fun and uh yeah it's great The Alamo is the best.
1: Chris, you go to movie theaters? I don't go often.
2: It's kind of pricey, but um, I I like it as an experience now, right? I don't want them to go away. I'm going to still probably watch most of my movies at home Mm. because of the comfort of it, but it's it's like a whole thing to go out to a movie now, and the the experience is quite a bit better. They're doing a lot more of these where you reserve your seat, and the seat's super comfortable, and you have food you can order that's actually worth eating, so I mean— I think it's still a fun thing to do.
1: It'll be interesting as well. Like, and I think there's some people that go to movies for everything. But I see a day in the future where there's like a little bit more clear understanding about what movies should be in the theater and what movies mm. should be at home. Because sometimes you go yeah. to the different theater types and you're like, movies. ah, you know, this would probably have been better at home. You yeah, know, it's right. different types of movies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, big, grand, big production, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Kind of, you know. More kind of emotional, kind of through line story, or like we made a movie for you to watch tonight, you right, know, that yeah. that that maybe doesn't have to be in the one movie thing,
0: uh, before you move on, that I really miss is like the midnight showings of new oh, the releases, that were, like, <laughs> really, really big because yeah. that was like, oh man, oh, see, that's what I'm I saying, love those that. were events,
2: yeah. I went to the last Harry Potter, yes, movie at, at midnight, like uh-huh. the night before, and nice. it, it was like a huge party, everybody was dressed up, yeah, I'm like, yeah. that was. Like that whole thing was cool. is that
1: the litmus test? Like if you can't do that, then you shouldn't be in the theater. I think maybe that's oh, a I don't possibility know. out there. Yeah, I maybe. Don't know. Well, let's all go to the movies uh, on April twenty third. Uh, here's one not to forget on April twenty sixth is Administrative Professionals Day. Uh, if you want to participate in that and and appreciate the administrative professionals Great. in your life, you should um, purchase something, yeah. appreciate them. Yes, Brian. I like
3: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, good. It's,
1: it's a it's a thing that um at the place where, where I work, there, there's a, a pretty consistent um, kind of momentum and plan to put things together for administrative professionals and appreciate them on the day, which I like, because that day should exist, unlike Boss's Day, Correct. which shouldn't exist for the boss, right? Because yep. that's how things work. And then here's one I want to talk about a little bit more. April 27th is National Tell-A-Story Day, hmm. which storytelling, Chris, this is your thing, right? You you tell stories, you use words. <laughs> you You think we should have a day for this? I think we should. Yeah, I love it. Uh,
2: Just to clarify, I feel like most of my storytelling is just trying to retell the stories of the Bible. I actually don't think (laughs) I'm very good at coming up with brand new Mm. stories out of thin air, but I love them. And uh, I've seen, Lindsay, you and I have talked about this. Mm -hmm. There are like whole storyteller conferences Mm -hmm. and competitions. And I've always, I I haven't yet been, but I really want to go. Kind of like, um, you know, like open mic, poetry slam sorts of Mm -hmm. things, but for stories rather than just uh, poetry. So and I really do think that everyone can get better at telling stories, and that 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 capacity is in them. So a day for everybody to just say like, "Hey, let me try this today." I think it's I think it's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really like this one in terms of uh, so my friend Aaron Aaron and Jenna Thomas they have three kids and they've actually picked up this idea of having their parents so their kids grandparents whenever they were around each other, to tell a story from when they were young. Just oh, like to be cool. able to pass on some yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like one of the things. It's like National to- it's Storytelling awesome. Day of like stories in general, mm-hmm. yes. But I like the idea of encouraging everyone on National Storytelling Day, National Tell-A-Story Day on April 27th, to ask someone in your family to tell them a story yeah. from their history. I think there's a connection that comes from that, some yeah. memories that come from that. That's good passing legacy. On a tradition. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, r- I really like it. So, encourage everybody to do that on April 27th. Now, here's one I'm not sure everyone does, um, but April 29th is National Pool Opening Day, which I feel like is hmm. more of an individual pool decision <laughs> than than uh, a federal <laughs> decision, maybe. <Better>. So, <laughs> I'll w- kind of t- state my claim on that one. So, man, that's April. I'm really excited about this. Uh, there's, I mean, there's, Chris is going to wear pajamas to work. I'm excited about that. Correct. We're all going to the movies. That's going to be really, really good. So Eating pretzels all month. Eating pretzels yeah. All yeah. Month. pretzel all month. So, so let's, uh, let's, let's do this. We're starting a new segment this month, and it's where Amy gives us recommendations on where we might find deals this month because of unique days. And so we sent her on a little search, <laughs> and we have something for you. Here's how you save some money or have some fun.
4: Yeah, so here's our, uh, our bargain, uh, bargain hunting moment. Um, so we talked about pretzel day, argued about mustard. Um, you can argue about mustard some more uh, the whole month long. But on April 26th, Auntie Anne's, uh, you can get a free original or cinnamon sugar pretzel. Uh, it's very exciting. Oh. So Just you
1: show up and it's free?
4: I mean, yeah.
1: That's what it looks like.
4: That's what it seems like. So, Put it uh, on the calendar. If not, take it up with Auntie Anne herself. Um, <laughs> but you should be entitled to a free pretzel that day, 26th. Um, also in the free food category. National Burrito Day is April sixth. So oh, oh, establishments how did we miss that? like Sorry. <laughs> That's all right, we got there in the end. All right, keep That's going. That's right. Establishments like Chipotle uh, is offering free queso. Moe's has a five ninety nine burrito. Taco Bell, uh, a little dangerous there if you ask me. Yeah. But you Do can get a free burrito burritos? free burrito if you purchase fifteen dollars worth of other Taco Bell food. Again, <laughs> That sounds a oh, little which bit... That, yeah. Which might that's
1: be enough so for like 50 and a lot.
4: <laughs> Exactly. Yes. So at your own risk, Taco Bell, on Burrito Day.
2: I'm going to do all those things. And that's uh, the 6th? Okay.
4: Yeah, the 6th. April 11th is National Cheese Fondue Day. Uh, so, you know, it's a little bit more obscure than a burrito, perhaps. But at mm. the Melting Pot, uh, you can get some sort of free cheese fondue. Um, so, you know, if you like poking things and sticking it in cheese... Yeah, do you clean
1: up your pantry <laughs> and go clean <laughs> up some That's cheese. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> clean it out.
4: Uh, April 12th, the very next day, also a cheese day. Um, so, you know, this might not be our healthiest month. We'll have to do the exercise thing whenever that day is. Sonic last year did grilled cheese for $1, and I believe they're going to do it again this year. So stay tuned. Check in with Sonic as much as you'd like. But then grand finale, tax day, April mm. 15th, Who knew there are so many fun, good deals on tax day or as we've now determined it to be, appreciate the person who does your taxes day uh, (laughs) who may or may not be your husband. Kona Ice says tax day is not a fun day for many. But we're here to help. We're here to ease the pain nice. with a free Kona ice, and we're calling it Chill Out Day. Nice. Um, you can find a participating truck on their website.
1: Wow. The number of people right now that are rewinding and playing through is, right? is high. So, man, Amy, thank you for all of the – the extra ways that we can have deals this month. I'm sure there's probably even more. Maybe we should post them or send them out in an email. So, all right, here's here's how we kind of wrap up our holidays and holinays, all right? So, what do we think is the good kind of random holiday for this month? Every, like let's let's pick throw a couple out there. We'll make a decision. We'll release a guide on how to celebrate this good kind of random holiday. Is it movie theater day? Is it PJ day? Gosh, now we're thinking about burrito day. Mm-hmm. Uh, make fun work day day or whatever that was. What what, what do we think? What do you think?
2: I this I know this is the minority opinion here cuz you guys have come out against me but I I really think we should I'm going big at least on where your PJ's yeah. to work day no. okay <laughs> I want to see it be a thing you okay. guys don't have to be with me in that but that's okay
1: I want to <laughs> ask you what your honorable mention is but I'll give you a second to consider sure. it. Uh, what do you think Lindsay
0: I want the movie theater day Yes That's that's what I want Let's Matt make and that- I love the movie theater so I think that would be really I, fun.
1: It has, I have grown a little bit more fond in it. Chris, do you have a second place at yeah, this point?
2: Yeah, I mean, the PJs are fun. I think there's a lot of potential with uh, Tell a Story Day. And, yes. And that could mm, be yeah, yeah. really, really fruitful.
1: So that's the one I was going to say, right? So national, so You don't get
2: credit, though, because I said it first. You, absolutely, you <laughs> get credit.
1: National Tell a Story Day and kind of that aspect. Cause I, so sometimes we pick some... Random holidays that are more random. Right. (laughs) And sometimes we pick some that are more meaningful. And I think this is one of the ones that is random but can be more meaningful, particularly in who you ask to tell the story and how you kind of make that a moment. It could be, you know, it would be, um, I bet that if you ask the right person to tell the story, it's something that you spend very little time preparing for. Yeah. And it's something that Mm -hmm. you remember maybe much longer than you would have expected for something else that was going on. So we'll, we'll mm-hmm. kind of talk amongst ourselves. We'll figure something out. We'll release a guide on how to celebrate one of these random holidays. We will we will dub it the good kind of random holiday for April. So uh, what's the good kind of story that we have this month? We like to kind of tell stories of people who are um, practicing their faith, trying to practice their faith, and maybe using a good kind of product in order to do so. So, Lindsay, I think you have a story for us this yeah. month. Yeah.
0: Um, my good friend Stephanie Euler and her family—they love the Graticube, and um, it's just so fun. I I love going over to their house and hearing the kids like talk about it uh, and how much they love it. But um, yeah, they love the Graticube. They think it's our number one product. Yes, and they do. They uh, they bring it with them when they travel. I mean, I think they brought it. Oh. They brought the Graticube with them when they traveled for Thanksgiving last year, and. Um, it's just, I think, been really meaningful and um, super important to their family and uh, kind of learning how to be grateful and thankful uh, in their kids. So um, I think, Clayton, you're going to have a conversation with Stephanie and uh, get to hear a little bit more about that. I'm excited to hear more of kind of her thoughts behind it and why I want to know why she loves it so much. So, yeah, we yeah. love
1: we love sharing stories and we think sharing stories is a key way in order for us to encourage uh, each other practicing their faith is hearing what other people are doing. She also has this thing with scripture memory and yeah. singing like, you know, it's, it's awesome. uh, nursery rhymes and stuff like that. So yeah. that's going to be super fun. All right. So here's the last thing. Uh, what is the good kind of Easter? What makes Easter special for you and your family? What, what might we learn from that and what could be special? Brian?
3: Yeah. So one of the traditions in, in my family and we don't do it every year cause it's kind of a lot of work, but my, my grandmother had this, cake mold in the shape of a lamb uh and what? perfect uh,
0: amazing
3: I my sister I think gave me one f- as a wedding present 15 years ago when we got married and uh <laughs> so we try to create this lamb cake it's like pound cake and with buttercream frosting and we do like coconut as the fur on it and wow. you know jelly bean eyes and all this kind of stuff <laughs> and, and you give and, it a name right um yeah no. and every year we we tried to do like a theme like um i'm trying to i don't even remember oh we did like a tim t uh one time like a tim Tebow kind of football player one oh my gosh all kinds of random stuff so a lot of there was like a tiger one anyway um yeah so that's always kind of fun and kind of a creative way to just celebrate <laughs> maybe sacrilegious way to celebrate the, the uh the passover lamb but um yeah so that's 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 kind of something that we've done, but, uh, yeah, we just, we love to get together, um, and just, you know, go to church and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, usually a good time to have a meal together and mm-hmm. be outside, hopefully if it's nice and that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Chris, what about you? What's the, what's the good kind of Easter for you?
3: We've
2: done this a few times with our small group, um, and I, I've really loved it, which is we're not trying to recreate the Passover meal, but uh, actually having lamb and some of the traditional Passover foods the week leading up to Easter. Yeah. Mm. Uh, again, it's not really that remarkable, but you don't have many opportunities to eat lamb, and I actually really like it. So mm. that part I dig. But also just getting together. There's, there's not actually many moments, even for those of us who, uh, who value it, to get together and have a meal and talk about religious things as mm-hmm. like a tandem. Even the way we do communion is generally, in a service, pretty individualized. Yep. So to have the opportunity to be eating something and talking about the spiritual significance of it, even if it's only 10% of the conversation, a lot of it is yeah. we've got our kids around, so it's right. it's free-flowing all over
1: the place. I really love that. That's, that's nice. Hmm. Lindsay, what about you? What's the good kind of Easter?
0: I think the good kind of Easter would be like a big family brunch. Um, We've done it, like, out places, but also um, at home, would just be fun. So uh, everybody, like, I can imagine my nieces, like, all wearing their fancy Easter dresses and, yeah. And so, um, yeah, getting together and uh, celebrating over food, I think that would be the good kind of Easter.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, I, I'm going to say the good kind of Easter doesn't just happen on Easter. Mm. So okay. Here, so here's right. a, we're we're planning on kind of re- releasing, kind of encouraging people to engage with Holy Week. Of course, you have Easter blocks, which you can use to engage with Holy Week. Um, adults as well, having a, having a resource for them, um, really thinking about it and pondering it for the full. Full eight days, mm-hmm. um, but I would even say the good kind of Easter isn't just Easter. In that, I think trying to pick up another service during the week would be a, a neat idea mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, even if it's not your particular tradition, because of the power that it can give. The, the thing that I love about Easter box the most is on Good Friday, it, you take the fabric and you actually yeah. cover everything after mm-hmm. you blow the candle That's out. So after great. you blow the candle out. After you blow the candle out, you <laughs> <laughs> cover <Yeah. it laughs> with Important. the fabric. Yeah. <laughs> And it stays like that for the full weekend, which, mm-hmm. like, provides it, – it, like, takes up space in the house and kind of yeah. draws your attention to it because it's, it's representation of, of the tomb. And then on Sunday you take it off and you kind of remove it. Now, there are other traditions and services that do similar things. Mm-hmm. So I've been to a Monday-Thursday service mm-hmm. before, not not every year, not yeah. often even. But I've been to a, to a service, not to the church that I was attending, but yep. that they, they, like, undress – all of the ornaments—that's or not the right word—the the the dressing that is in yeah, the all the in fabric the and cloth that decorate. They take everything the, off yeah. the car, co- the cross. They take everything, mm-hmm. uh, kind of off of the communion table everything's kind of stripped down mm-hmm. and then everybody like leaves in silence yeah. or at least the one mm-hmm. that I've been to. And mm-hmm. There's a power to that of like wow, like there's something that happened here that like there's a weight of the world yeah. that happened on this weekend. Easter the good kind of Easter isn't just Easter, it's actually the whole week. It's yes. actually Easter weekend. Yes. There's something more powerful about that. So I want to encourage everybody Uh, To partake in something like that Mm -hmm. Uh, Our family will be finding something to do In that way So thanks for being with us We hope that you're encouraged And that April ends up being uh, a great month for you Of course Easter is there The flowers will be there Mm -hmm. Hope and anticipation is everywhere And whether or not you begin the month in a lower spot Or in a higher spot We hope that it kind of pulls you through To a place of having meaningful moments With your family throughout the month Thanks for being here
0: Thanks so much for joining us today on The Good Kind Podcast. We hope you leave feeling more equipped to engage with God and one another in your habits and holiday practices. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, like, and comment. We're excited to share more content with you soon. Don't forget, you can find us online at www.goodkind.shop. Thanks for listening and see you next time on The Good Kind Podcast.